It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. Podcast presented by Parks, Casino, and Sportsbook. The Parks Picks Pod. Elliot, it's game day, buddy. I know, and you're uh, you're still alive from your fish experience. So, so it's a, it's a good day overall. I am so tired, like so tired right now, but totally worth it. It was awesome. I had a freaking blast, and I can't wait for this weekend. It's gonna be awesome, man. I'm so I'm so. Excited. So how many? How many songs did Fish play? So it was, uh, uh, the first set was a little more songy than the second set. The second set was pretty jammy. I know that the non-Fish heads love the jammy stuff. Mm. Uh, first uh, set was probably like, uh, you know, nine, ten songs maybe, somewhere in that range. And second set I think was like seven songs. And then a okay. two-song encore. Right. So yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty well, good, are you buddy. Lo- are you looking for... Uh... Are you looking forward to hearing none of the same songs over the next three days? Yeah, I won't. I won't. I can maybe one of the songs played last night will be played again, but even then, probably unlikely. Yeah, it's awesome. All right. I love it. Well, happy So many alive. great songs happy left on the table, buddy. So many great songs. I'm going to hear Yum this weekend. I'm going to hear a freaking Hood this week. I mean, there's so much good stuff. It's going to be great. Just unbelievable. I know. I know. Um, but it was really a blast. And and uh, if anyone's had AC, DM me. I would love to, to meet up with some Go Birds listeners. That would be super, super, super cool. All right. Um, game day, E. You're going down there. Look, we're going to get into betting this game. We're going to look at the division and some odds later. But but quickly, you know, you're going to an Eagles game today. You know, you're going to be down there in the stadium. You know, the vibe, the whole thing. Where are you at today? You know, the closer to, to kickoff we get, the more I think they should play Jalen Hurts quite a bit. Now, Ooh. I'm not saying like a whole half, but I saw that Zach Wilson with the Jets is going to play a whole quarter. Um, obviously, he's a true rookie. Jalen Hurts, I think, is in a lot of ways a rookie. Um, but I would play him quite a bit. I would definitely give him, you know, three, four, five series. Now, clearly, it depends how it goes. I mean, if the first two series are touchdowns, then yeah, maybe you just sit him. But I do think he needs the reps. And I also just think it's super important. Uh, we'll get into this with the with the gambling and which way to go on this one. But I do think to tonight is like extremely important for Jalen, but also for Nick Sirianni. I think they need like some positivity after what I think has been a rough training camp so far for the offense. So you know if they come out and they they're not great on the first drive, just like keep putting them out there. 
and you know see if they can get something going. I think just they they really need a good showing tonight for some confidence. And you know, so I would I would keep him out there as long as it takes. And I think he needs the rep. So I hope it's not just one or two series because I think he needs more than that. I'm actually with you, man. And you know, again, this goes back to our you know liking preseason, taking out of preseason, and also we've argued about how much people should play in the past. And I know I said this last time, but. I really think he needs to play tonight, like more than you normally would a starting quarterback for all the reasons you mentioned. And also because like the way that training camp and and practices are set up now, like the way the NFL has set it up is you don't get that many like live action tackling type right. of reps, right? Like so any every single one of those that I can get hurts in a in a real game situation, I think is gonna be that much more valuable. So I was debating this or thinking about it, and then I tweeted it, and I was reading the the responses. So there's now some debate going, I guess. Ooh, do how you many, regret the tweet, or you, you feel good about it now? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> I said, do you regret the tweet? You were debating whether you should do it? No, I'm, I'm happy. Okay, I'm good, happy good, 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 good. All right. How many quarterbacks in the NFL have more pressure on them this preseason than Jalen Hurts does? I mean, uh very few, if any. Uh, Carson Wentz, if he were going to play, you know, that that's an, one I would put in a similar level, I would say, in terms of, you know, proving himself and all that. Um, you know, obviously the rookies, but not really because they're drafted and they've got a future in front of them and stuff. They're not, nothing they do is going to, like, end their career or whatever. Um, I, maybe none. I mean, Hurts might have more than any other any other quarterback in this, I, I think, right? I mean, I'm trying to think if there are any others where, you know, it's really a pivot point for them. I mean, you could argue if there are any, like, uh, Denver, if it's, like, Bridgewater versus Locke, like, you're, you're playing for a job, like, to win the job. Maybe you could argue in a way that's more pressure, but very few, if any, I would say. Yeah, so Carson's an interesting one if you were healthy. The difference I would say with Carson is – He's already made a ton of money and he's going to make a ton of money and True. he's going to play this True. year no matter what. So True. I think, you know, and then Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke is a good one as well because I would say both of their careers are on the line to a certain extent. Um, I think New England, Mac Jones, Cam Newton, although I think that yeah, I was if I was covering the Patriots, I'd be writing, why are you playing Cam Newton? Like you already Mac Jones is clearly the future there. There is a 0.0% chance that Cam Newton is the starter in 2022. So I think that you know, you can make an argument for Cam, but what's interesting about Jalen is his career is in some way on the line. And that sounds like a stretch, but if he loses this starting job, like if he's bad in these next two preseason games and the Eagles go, you know what, we have to we have to go get Deshaun Watson. Or if he's so bad and then he starts the season and, he, and he's bad for the first game or two and then they bench him for Joe Flacco, like Jalen's career could end up just being a career backup. And he has not made a ton of money. So... It sounds like a stretch, but it, it's really not to say that, you know, these preseason games are just crucial for him in terms of his, not just his development, but like his career. He needs to go out and play well and show people that he's an NFL quarterback. Because if he's not, like, I could definitely see, you know, beyond this season, you know, it'd be interesting to see how much teams are interested in him. And I know we're looking far ahead and all that, but there's just a lot on the line for him. If he can win this Eagles job, you're talking about getting a massive deal at one point. You're talking about being the quarterback for one of the best franchises in the NFL. I mean, it's a massive opportunity in front of him. Not one I think that he thought he was going to get. So I, I do think it's cr incredibly important. For yeah, him. certainly not one he thought he would get this quickly. 
And I'm right. I'm I'm with you, man. I think you made really great points, and it, it sounds big and grandiose, and and you know it's a very macro way to look at it. But I think you're right. You know, I think uh, especially in the NFL, these guys can get pigeonholed as as a backup or whatever. And I do think that what he's shown already, I, I do think that's his floor. Like I think Jalen Hurts will at worst be a backup in this league for a decade if he Agreed. wants to be. Yeah, you know, Agreed. but but. It, it, there's a big difference between being a backup quarterback and being the the franchise quarterback of a team, both in terms of of you know career aspirations, obviously money, all these things, you know, uh, um, um, you know, commercials, all that stuff, you know, endorsements, all that stuff. Like this, it's just it, it really, you're right, Ali. It's a massive pivot point in this guy's life, and and if he can grab this and run with it, literally and figuratively. Um, it, you're, you're really right, man. I, I hate well, to, I hate to put more pressure on him than needed, but there's a lot of pressure on Jalen Hurts. And the other thing with pressure and Jalen is it seems like whenever you say there's like pressure on Jalen to perform immediately, the pushback is, well, he should be given a chance to develop. And I agree with that, but we also just need to live in the reality of what world we're in. And is that he's not getting those, he's not going to get those that that time to develop right like he wasn't a first round pick that has an extremely long leash in terms of how long until he's benched he wasn't a premier free agent signing right he was a second round draft pick that makes not a lot of money so he's just not going to get as much time and i also think that also increases the pressure on him um, in uh in these preseason games yeah i think it's a great point elliot all right let's get to the game itself and betting on the game um last i looked the line's still uh one and a half yeah, so I did a bunch of research on this, so okay. I'm, I'm ready. Okay, let, let's this. dive in because, look, I, there is a segment of people that would say what kind of maniac would bet on a preseason game, and then there's us. Uh, yes. So we're here. We're here for you, and we're, you know what? It, there's no other football to bet on right now except some futures, which we'll get to later, but, like, there is a football game tonight. Like, I'll be watching it. Why not throw a few shekels on it? Might not be the smartest bet, but it's going to be a fun bet. Elliot, what should we be thinking about tonight from a gambling perspective? So- First, to, to get into that, I was thinking about this whole, oh, my, you're, de- you're, you're a degenerate if you gamble on these preseason games. And as someone that over the last year and a half has learned a lot more about gambling, I'm sure at times in my life I have said, you are a degenerate if you gamble on preseason games. But then I thought about it a little more. And isn't the whole point of gambling to enjoy a game that you wouldn't otherwise? Like, if the entire point is to make it more interesting, aren't preseason games the most perfect game to gamble on? <laughs> well- and I understand that you don't know who's going to be playing and whatnot. And so that it, it, it changes like how you evaluate it. But in terms of actual interest, like this seems like the perfect time to do it. Cause if, if you're watching an Eagles game during the season, you're really going to care. If you're watching pretty much any NFL game, you're going to be more invested in the regular season. The preseason games are exactly the time you, you should put shekels down on games because it's exactly when you need to make the game more interesting than it already is. Yeah. So, I feel that 100%. I totally agree with that. I think there is a, a segment of people who would say, no, Elliot, the point of gambling is to win and to make money. You oh, know? yeah. So, so let's not forget that there's, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. But for me, yes, I think it's a brilliant point. I couldn't agree more. Games that I normally would care way less about. That's what I always say. Throw a few shackles on it. I care so much more. So I'm with you, man. I'm excited to bet on this game tonight. Come at me. All right. So here's the research I did. So, I started with the over-under first, so let's get into that. So the over-under for this game, it's 35 and a half. Over the last, so there was that no preseason seems low. last year. That seems like really low. Well, it is, but what's interesting is, so I looked at the uh, I looked at the Eagles 2019 preseason. So clearly we're already getting to a path where how much can you really <laughs> take from it, but it, it is what it is, right? 
The Eagles averaged 12.25 points last preseason. So then I went and I looked up what the Colts averaged when considering Sirianni called some of their plays. So the Colts in 2019 averaged 16 points last preseason. The Steelers uh, in 2019 averaged 21.25 points. So basically... The Eagles in 2019 plus the Steelers in 2019 average 33.5, so they'd be under. The Colts plus the Steelers, 37 and and a fourth, that they would be over. So, James, I ask you, did you take anything from that at all? What I did take, though, is that, uh, you know, because my initial, I'm happy you did this. Because if I had just looked at the over-under and saw 35, I would have immediately hit over. I was like, it's a football game. We're talking about a football game here. Right. Um, but that's fascinating. And and now that you say that, like anecdotally speaking, when I think about the preseason, you're right. Like I do feel like games are lower scoring. So I don't know if those numbers are far enough one way or the other to really skew me, but I definitely am considering the under a lot more than I was when we started this conversation. And the Steelers put up 16 points versus the Cowboys in their first preseason game, like of this year, because they played in the Hall right, of Fame Right, yes, game. yes, yes. So I think I'm leaning so under I, now. So I'm leaving. I'm leaning over, but I do think I, I can. I can definitely see the the uh, logic for the under. My argument for the over would be, I think we're going to get a sloppy showing from the Eagles once the starters come out. Like I, I think the defense could be particularly bad. I think the special teams are going to be particularly bad tonight. And the Steelers have already played a game, so they have one game under their belt in terms of just reps and you know experiencing a first preseason game. So those young guys that are going to play the majority of the game, already experienced one game. I think they'll be a little more comfortable than the young guys who are playing a game tonight for the Eagles. So I think the Steelers could put up some points. And to, to what you were saying, 35 and a half is not a lot. So if the Steelers even get to like 21, you know, 24, you don't need a lot from the Eagles. And I actually do think the Eagles offense is going to look pretty good tonight for the reasons we talked about. I think Sirianni knows he needs good showing. I think Jalen Hurts will be better in the regular in preseason than he is in practice. And I think that they'll do just like a little more scheming than normal because of the need for a good showing. So I could see them coming out and scoring like seven to 10 points if they get four or five drives or, you know, three or four drives or whatever. So if they can do that and then the Steelers can get around 20 or so, you're already at 30, 32 points. And then you really just need Flacco and Nick Mullins, who also Mullins might be the best number three quarterback in the league. Just need to get you a touchdown. So I'm actually leaning to over on this. I love it. You 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 convinced me that you put a far more thought into it than I did. Um, it's what I've been doing all morning. Yeah, so. I love it. And you came prepared, and everyone here appreciates it. Uh, I I think the over slightly makes a lot of sense to me. Again, my initial instinct was over. The only way I see it go under is if the Eagles offense does struggle, but the defense, like we've talked about, could be really good, and we like the depth on the defense and all that, that maybe yeah. those guys come out and – and they're able to shut down the Steelers, too, and we're looking at like a 10-7 game in the fourth quarter and saying, why'd we take the over? But I, I, I do like your analysis. I'll go with you. I'll go over. All right. Money line. Yeah. Well, this is, m- money line oh, versus... Yeah. The, yeah. I mean, essentially, look, it's a minus one or one and a half. So, like, you know, you're probably taking money. The odds are not that different from the money line to the, the spread anyway. No, I think it was like minus 107. Let me pull it up. Pull it back up really quick. So, Eagle Steelers. All right. The money line, the Eagles are minus 120, and the Eagles minus one and a half or 108. So a little bit. And then the Steelers, money line minus 103, point spread minus 113, plus one and a half. So 
I don't think that would that should sway your bet either way. But it, the Eagles' money line is a little steeper, I guess. All right, so how do you – because I could see this either way where you were just talking about, like, Pittsburgh's already played a game. They could be ready. You know, they that gives them an advantage. They should be ready to roll. But also, on the flip side, we've talked about how this game matters in a way to Nick Sirianni yeah. and to Jalen Hurts that it probably doesn't to Mike Tomlin and Ben Roethlisberger and those guys. So, like – how do you weigh those two things? Where Where is your head at in this? Well, when I was discussing the over, I said something that I hadn't thought of, but I actually think I made a good point, which is Nick Mullins <laughs> might be the best number three that. quarterback I in love the NFL. The, I, I'm so shout myself out again just a second later. Yeah. So maybe actually I did pick the Steelers money line this morning when I put out my Parks pick. I did – I did pick the Steelers' money line for kind of the reasons that we talked about. I think the Eagles will be a bit sloppy. I think the special teams is not going to be particularly good. We have no idea what the punter is going to look like. The kicker is up and down. So I could see special teams being an issue. I think I could see the Steelers scoring a special teams touchdown. But Nick Mullins is kind of swaying my vote here. I think I'm actually going to lean Eagles. Ooh. I, would just, I would do the one and a half, I guess, if I had to pick, because you get a little less. And let's be real, what are the chances it's going to be one? Like, the, the chances there are slim. Well, now so, that you said that, like 100%, but yes. Yeah, well, obviously, right. But actually, I guess I'd do Moneyline just because I can't imagine watching and seeing and being, it be oh, like 24 How devastating would that? For like the tiniest bit of extra odds, it's probably not worth it. Right, and the money, and uh, it's just not worth the little extra. So I would probably go Eagles minus one and a half, and I would go the over. All right, I'm going to reveal my pick for the game in one second. First, like we're talking about, have some fun with us. And I download the Park Sportsbook app if you have not yet downloaded it. Uh, we have been having so much fun with this app for months and months and months now. And and like Elliot said before, for at least for us, like it's just added so much more enjoyment to watching these games, whether it's been basketball or baseball or this or that, or soccer it is back Elliot yes just, sir. Just, this is your moment talk to me about what's going on oh such such a good slate of games this weekend I mean there I think there's seven six on Saturday one on Friday two on Sunday and I gotta say the parks app like I'm more into soccer now than I was this time last year when the season was starting their futures are ridiculous so not only do they have you can guess the winner of the Premier League top goal scorer you can guess which team, or not guess, bet. You can bet which team will be the best in a certain section of of like the country. So you can do best in London, best in Midlands, Ooh. best in Northwest. Like I'm gonna have to pull up a map. You're like, like gonna, you're not yeah, you're not just like betting on games. You're learning about British geography. It's fantastic. Exactly. Fantastic. Exactly. So, I mean, like, Elliot, where's exciting. Sussex again? I've been wondering. I really want to know where right. Sussex is. Apparently there's a Midlands, so I guess you know sure. that's a portion. I guess that it's called. Elliot, but, uh, can you tell me where right. Tottenham is? I've always wondered. So. You know, interestingly enough, I think the Eagles played in the Tottenham Stadium they really? when they went. Yeah, when they went to England a few years back that's against hilarious. Jacksonville. Nice. Um, all right. So, what do you want first? Do you want the futures I like, or do you want my games for the weekend? Uh, let's go futures, and then we'll get Mike Grow to the games for the weekend. Okay. So it's kind of similar to. Uh, the NFL in the way that like the chiefs are a huge favorite there. Like city is a huge favorite right now, Manchester city minus minus one thirty nine. Then the second place team, Chelsea is plus four fifty. So it's a huge difference there. I do think Chelsea plus four fifty is a good bet. They beat city whenever they play and they're the second best team and they're plus four fifty. So you're getting good juice on that end. And really city, you only need one or two injuries to happen 
not you don't even need them, but like if that happened, they could fall off quickly. Quickly, and I think Chelsea will give them a push for their money anyway. So I like Chelsea plus four fifty. I like Manchester United plus seven hundred. They are missing Rashford for two or three months, which could impact them. But plus seven hundred is obviously. These odds, odds are crazy. I, These underdog odds yeah. are just wild in soccer. You really are hitting on something, man. Yeah. So Arsenal plus 5,000, I don't think they would win it, but I could see them finishing in the top four, in which case maybe you get a nice cash out offer. So Arsenal plus 5,000, I'd be into. And then look, my team is Leeds, so I'm going to have to at least mention it. They're plus 10,000. You're so a Leeds? What a random team to be. That's your squad. I know. Well, okay. my dad actually lived in Leeds. Ah, uh, okay. So there's a reason that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Good, so though. I, like I don't think, I don't think they'll win it. But again, I think they could maybe get close to plus to to the top four. And then again, at plus ten thousand, if you bet a hundred dollars, you're probably getting a decent cash out if they can get there. So those would be my future bets. Now this weekend, if you've listened to the Parks Pod, you know home underdogs are extremely lucrative in soccer. Because the soccer game's over. I, I mean, we talked about this. I read a book. It was like 40,000 matches. And it was basically 50-50 on who wins games. And then home teams were like 55%. So you get huge, un, you get great odds on home underdogs. So this weekend, Brentford plus 320. They were promoted last year. First game in the Premier League. I could see them winning the game just from the excitement of having their first home game in the EPL. So Brentford plus 320. Are they the ones that Norwich, replaced Ted Lasso's team? Or, no. Well, I haven't watched a season, so I was from last right. season. They got relegated at the end of the season. Oh, I'm right, not yeah, saying yeah, anything yeah, okay. to do with this right. season. Come on. All right, all right. And right, obviously right. not a real team, so I was joking anyway. I mean, maybe they're yes, a real team, but not, good, you know what I mean. It was a good joke. Yeah. My fault. It's okay. All right. Norwich City plus 850 versus Liverpool. That one's a bit of a stretch. But again, plus 850, maybe you get a cash out mid-game if they can keep it close. And then the other one I like is, let me see. I like Burnley plus 200 versus Brighton. Brighton had really bad luck last year. Plus 200 is not great odds, but, I mean, I don't know. I feel like plus 200. And then Watford plus 220 versus Ashton Villa. Villa lost uh, Grealish, their best player. I feel like they're going to be really bad this year. So if you can get them as a favorite, I would do that. Look at this. Like a soccer aficionado. I love there it. There it is. I love it. That's Can't wait. The soccer report from Elliot. And that's the beautiful thing is you can bet on soccer with the Park Sportsbook app. You can bet on baseball right now. You can bet on games as they happen, inning by inning. You can do live in-game betting, parlays, props, teasers, and so much more. The app's intuitive. It's easy to use. It's fun. And here's the deal. If you sign up right now, you get a risk-free bet of up to $500. A $500 risk-free bet. Just download the app or click parkscasino.com forward slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S. Your first bet is risk-free, up to $500 risk-free. Bet is refunded in site credit. The website has all the details. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Elliot. I'm taking the birds tonight, buddy. I'm taking there it is. the birds there it is. when I go through it. And I do think the Nick Mullins point is an important one because I do think the bottom of the Steelers roster is better than the bottom of the Eagles roster, which made me initially think, oh, you know, probably lean towards the Steelers. But I do think Nick Mullins is better than who I don't even know what it is. is it Duck Hodges, I don't know what it is. But I, I I feel better about Nick Mullins late in ga- in this game than than the other guys. And then on top of that, I do think that it will matter slightly more to Nick Sirianni, to Jalen Hurts, and really to Sirianni and the coaching staff, and really the players in their first game at, under Nick Sirianni. I think they're going to want to go out and play for their coach and all that. And in a preseason meaningless game, like I actually do think the team that wants to win more 
probably wins more the vast majority of the time. You know, so yeah. in this I mean, look, sport, competition, yeah. right? If you're going to preach competition, yeah. so so I, I I think the Eagles win tonight. I feel I feel pretty like I will be betting on the Eagles to win tonight. So another thing I would say that we have to take into consideration is you went to official last night. It's what your anniversary this weekend. Yeah, or so birthday? tomorrow is mine and Emily's tenth wedding anniversary. Right. So I think we have to consider. You really want Jalen Hurts to be successful. You've been clear you're a Sirianni guy. Are yep. the Eagles really going to lose a, a great game point. the day after a fish show and the day before a three-day fish show you're celebrating your 10-year anniversary? Yeah. Like, I don't think we can have a bad narrative coming out of that <laughs> Such a good point, man. It's a lock. Bet on the Eagles tonight. We're, we're making you money here. Like, that's the kind yeah. of analysis, the unassailable analysis that we give you here. So That's why you got to listen. I love it. All right. Uh, before we get out of here, let's uh, – I wanted to quickly take a peek at the um, the NFC East odds because we've talked about this over the offseason on and off and all that, and you've made the point that you think the Eagles are the best bet in the division, and I've come around to that. Like, I, again, I still don't think they're going to win the division, but in terms of odds, like, I would still probably bet on Washington because I, I just, I'm, I'm picking them to win the division, so, so you know, that's who I would place my money on. But I think that the the where the Eagles are at, and the odds have gotten slightly better, um, or worse, if you're betting on them, I suppose. Um, uh, I think they're the best odds based on on what the odds are versus their potential to win it. So let's go through them real quick, and then I want to talk about I haven't looked at them. Okay, so, so, so they haven't changed too yeah. much. Dallas is plus 145 is the favorite. Washington is plus 260 in second place. So I think it was plus 250 before it went up closing, slightly. closing, it feels like. Yeah. No, I guess not. No, I don't think so. The Giants are plus 350, and the Eagles are plus 475. So I think they were plus 500. Before, um, I mean, the Giants, you know, earmuffs to quote Elliot Shore Parks, get the fuck out of here with the Giants. Exactly. They are not winning yeah. this division. Don't don't burn. You just burn your money instead of uh, plus 350. But Washington plus 250, you know, I like let quickly, though. I want to talk about Dallas because they're still the favorite of plus 145. And it, seemingly, it seems like that the one injury that no one's talking about is this Dak thing. He's not going to play. He's getting a second MRI, which is weird. Like, a second MRI is not normal for this type of situation. Like, the Cowboys are tweeting out nothing to freak out about. But it seems like it's something to freak out about. Where are you at with this Dak injury and what it means for the Cowboys? Well, first of all, just one of the best tweets of all time. Oh, that they amazing. Tweet, amazing. They tweet, it's, it's not a setback, period. And it's not a reason to worry, period. But QB Dak Prescott is planning on getting another MRI. Like, could you make it look any more worrisome by tweeting that out? Like, it's clearly not good news if they're preemptively saying, don't worry, it's not bad. Yeah, it's, not bad it's like you, you, you made it so much worse. Right. So I think that's really bad news. It's his throwing shoulder, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yes. It, I mean, yeah. So, yeah. So the, I think this is very bad. I was actually surprised. I thought coming into this, the um, Washington will be a lot closer to Dallas than they were. Like, I guess you that's know, why plus I kind of still like the them as a bet because those odds seem too long for a team that I think is better than Dallas to begin with, but but certainly should be like right there with them. Like, that's why I like Washington's <sighs> odds. But so we both agree the Giants, you're just burning your money. They're having one of the worst training camps you could possibly uh, have. Like, fights on the field, players are retiring, just they're an absolute mess. So, Washington, I agree that if I had to rank them, I would go Eagles, Washington, Dallas, Giants. My only, my only thing with Washington is I still just – their quarterback situation is not great either. But I do not think voting – I mean betting Dallas is a good bet because even if D Dak is ready week one, like he's 
presumably one hit away from this shoulder injury being really bad if he's already going into it. So and he's also still coming off the, the ankle thing that cost him last season. Like, we still have not, like, and I know he's, like, fully healthy and all that, but, like, that could limit him. It could limit his mobility, yes. his whatever. I mean, the way he plays the game, like, that's an important spot in your body to be healthy. Like, you know, like, there's just a lot of question marks with, with Dak right now. And, and if there's no Dak, that team's done. They're cooked. Yeah. They're done. I mean, look, even last year with Dak, they were one and three. Yeah. Now, I think their defense will be better. But again, like they weren't great with Dak last year. So this just just it just states the point again. And it just backs it up further. Like the Eagles are the best bet. It's why plus 550. I really like them at plus 475. I still think they're a good bet. Like they have again, the division is bad. The Eagles are not saying they're a great team, but it's disaster everywhere else. And the Eagles really the only thing bad that's happened to him is Devontae Smith. Like that's it. So, and, you know, we'll see how bad that is. And we've discussed that on the pod at length. But, like, overall, I think you could also argue, like, Joe Flacco is probably the best backup quarterback in the division. So, you know, I I just – I continue to think they're the best bet. And when I look around what's happening to other camps, I'm not seeing anything to make me think otherwise. The the Taylor Heineke hate, unbelievable. It's like he doesn't even exist. (laughs) That's Uh, a good point, actually. No, I'm just kidding. He might be the best. He might be, but but... either way, it's it's splitting hairs. I'm I'm mostly joking. But, yeah, I'm with you, man. Again, I I think Washington wins the division, but, like, I would bet on the Eagles. uh, Washington Eagles are the two teams I would bet on this division. Like, I'm going nowhere near Dallas as the favorite, and I think the Giants have no shot. So, like, that's progress for me. I mean, that's, like, steps forward from where I was at this offseason. You're slowly getting me there. And I just think just pure odds, I do think they're the best bet. Uh, I, I again, I think Washington wins, so I think plus two sixty is is good odds for the team that I think is going to win a division. Like that's a good bet too. But I think in terms of like long odds, best bet, like it it is the best bet because this division really is up in the air, and all these teams could stink. Like I, the more this plays out, and the more training camp plays out, and all that, like I really do think we're heading for another year like last year. Like I think a nine and yeah. eight team could win the division. I think an eight nine team could win the division. Like I think that's the path we're on right now. Yeah, and look, I don't want to talk about Deshaun Watson because it's a it's a celebratory day for you, but <laughs> that is something to consider. I mean, and now there's a school of thought for some people that he might get suspended next year and not this year. So, like, if they trade for Deshaun Watson, they instantly become the favorites in the division. So, you know, if you like all that aside of like however you think of it, and we've talked about that a lot on the pod. I mean, from a purely gambling gambling perspective, getting them at plus 475, if you think they're going to get Deshaun Watson, it's a smart bet because the odds are going to shrink considerably once they do, and they'll probably they'll probably win the division if they get him. It's a great plays. point. So. It's a great and and everyone knows where we stand on the Watson thing. We don't want him, all that stuff. But like, it again, separating your money and your fandom. Like Elliot's right. Like there is a chance they get him, and if he plays, and if they do. They're going to be a minus favorite, or at worst, plus one something. Like they're they're the favorite, like that, if they get to Sean Watson, and he, and we yep. know he's going to play. So it's a really good point, Elliot. A real opportunity there to potentially, especially because again, like the and I don't think they will, but the Eagles could win the division without getting to Sean Watson. So it's not yeah, like they're just like throwing can. your money yep. away to begin with. So, um, all right, uh, I love it, uh, and we'll uh, we'll obviously keep looking at this as we get closer to the season, see how these odds progress with with things happening and stuff. But that is a really good point, like whatever you feel about Deshaun Watson, just from a, a money perspective, it's a calculated risk that could could make you some money. All right, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, I mean, I'm excited to get down to the stadium. We're doing the pregame show. There'll be fans there. So uh, I'm, I'm just pumped to get to the game. I know you're going to be watching it tonight. And you got an exciting few days. Sadly, no Go Birds. I know. It's uh, going to be you and Fritz. Radio, you but... and the runner. 
I know, I know. That's the, gonna the, be a show. The athlete, the best athlete at the station. So it should be a, be a good show. So check check those guys out on Saturday. Elliot uh, likely is going to put up a uh, a post game pod too. I will be yes. gone, but but Elliot will have you covered. A nice solo pod from Elliot uh, talking about what he sees in the game tonight. So that will be up as well, and I'll be back next week. And uh, we love you all. We we couldn't do this without you. So thank happy you. anniversary, buddy. Yeah, thanks, buddy. It's pretty cool. I love Enjoy my it. I love my wife. Ten years in that that's a a good thing. That's all you can ask. Uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So yeah, shout out to Emily. Uh, all right, check uh, Elliot out uh, later tonight. It'll be up for tomorrow morning, and then uh, Jack and Elliot on Saturday, and then totally back to normal through football season after that, which is going to yes, be sir. awesome. Go Birds! He's Elliot and James. We'll talk to you soon.